I just wanted to share with you a couple of thoughts. Going back through my notes of listening to Spirit School and um, Company of Burning Hearts, and, and I came across some notes by Jamie Galloway that I wrote down months ago, and um, I just felt to share some of them with you and then some of my thoughts as well. But um, it's called uh, Where's This All Going? <laughs> And, uh, you know, Paul in Acts chapter 19 and verse 8, he um, spent a lot of time, actually two years, um, reasoning and persuading concerning the kingdom of God. He was talking and, he, you know, he spent time and talking about the kingdom of God. And that's what we should do too, actually spend time talking about the kingdom of God and uh, that it's all about the kingdom. It's all about what God is doing. It's all about our place in the kingdom and government and what God's called us to do. And uh, so it's good to spend time talking. It's good to spend time in his presence because when we, what we give time to, what we honour, that's what we have come into our life. So that's pretty cool, I think, because um, what you honour, that's what we receive. You, you want to um, yes, you know, honour heaven, that's what's going to come into your life. You Say, God, I want to see angels, and you honour the angels, and that's what, who you know starts to appear. If you honour visions and prophecy and and things like that, that's what starts to come into your life. If you honour healing, then you start to move in that. So it's um it's good to spend time, good to take the time in our busy schedules, and and the world tries to have you busy, 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 and that's a tool of the enemy is to keep us busy. So it's good to spend time. And, uh, you know, God's taking us out of our rational minds. Has anybody noticed that? And he wants to take us out of our little box of, and our little way of understanding and uh, let us know, once again, we thought we had God figured out. And he just went, And uh, God is a big God and he's beyond our natural understanding. Some of the things God does, you cannot understand in the natural. You have to understand him in the supernatural realm. So you can't sit here and go, how does God do that? When we're sitting in the natural, in our little fleshy state, we have to understand him in the spirit realm. And we have to step in and we have to, we have to get out of our little way of thinking and let God blow that apart. And uh, I know that he's been doing that with some of us and he'll continue to do that. We're just at the beginning of uh, what God's been doing. You know, being intoxicated, being whacked, being drunk, I think we should call it whacked because... Yeah, <laughs> I think some people must think we're just total drunks. And when Isaac rocks up in school and says, um, Lord, I just want to get, get whacked today, I'm really good, good, glad we have that whacked phrase because I don't know if the teachers would understand I want to be drunk today, but whacked is okay. So, um, so being whacked or intoxicated in the spirit is to get us out of our old minds. So it's okay to get whacked. And the more old mind and old wineskin we have, the drunker we need to be. Okay? Or whacked we need to be. Um, to prepare us for something big. For something bigger. And, uh, you know, it's all about a personal relationship. It's about us having a personal guide, personal walk with the Lord, about God doesn't want clones. He doesn't want us all to worship him the same. He doesn't want us all to relate to him the same. He doesn't want us to have this all the same visions and visitor encounters. He doesn't, you know, what one person has doesn't mean that you have to have the same thing. And if they're having that, why aren't I having that? It's like he, he, um, he doesn't want clones, but he wants us to discover who 
we are in him for ourselves. You know, our personality he wants to use under the influence of the Holy Spirit. And that's why people are different when they get the Holy Spirit kind of doing stuff. It's everybody behaves differently. If you're at the prayer meeting on Tuesday night, would have seen that. We had two in the, you know, or something all over the place. We had quiet ones. And it's just like your personality comes out. And you can make weird noises if you want to because your personality's coming out. And sometimes when you try to squish that personality, it's not, it's not good. Because then it comes out even weirder because God's trying to get out. And you're pushing the lid down and he's going, come on, let me out. And so it's, it's, it's okay to be who you are in him and to find out who you are in him. Don't have to be somebody else. And I think that's really important as we walk this journey of God doing something bigger is to allow ourselves to be who God has made us to be and find out who that is. Some of you might not know. Some of us might not know. I don't think any of us really know yet. But let's honour one another and allow ourselves to express that and who we are and um, not go, well, I, you know, what are they doing over there? They're doing this little whirly-whirly spinny or they're totally off their face or they're very quiet. It's just to let God let God have a hold of our personality and let him... Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Um, something is coming down the road. We're in the middle of something, but there's more. Does anybody know that? There's more. Are you ready? Yes. You better be getting ready. <laughs> you want to be. You better get ready because you only have to know his voice to get ready. You don't have to know everything. Praise the Lord for that. Um, just follow. Drink of him. Drink of the spirit. Just get your big slurpy straw and you know, big, those big slurpy cups and just, you know. Dustin was talking and he was saying they used to have this little smoke, you know, they'd think they were going to inhale Jesus, so they, it actually works. <laughs> Just get high on Jesus. This has been recorded, yep. Um, so, but, you know, you don't have to know everything to experience God and to get in on what God is doing. I want to be at the front. I want to be a forerunner. But uh, there's a shaking happening. Has anybody noticed that what you thought you knew has been yeah. shaking all about us? Yeah, and, and uh, I think that's why God might be doing the twist up in heaven that Philip saw, because <laughs> there's a shaking going on and religion has been shaken and people's religiosity and we've done it this way and even, you know, lovely, <clears throat> well-meaning people when they're going, oh, you know, that's a bit strange. Or it's, it's, there needs to be a shaking and every time through history when God ever moves in a new way, in a different way, there's always something shaking. It's always been shaken, so it's okay to feel like you've been shaken up, yeah? Because that's, things that need to be shaken, and those things that are not of God are the things that are going to get shaken off us, and the things that are true and the one, things that God wants to remain and to build upon are the things that are going to remain solid. So it's okay to feel a bit rattled, yeah? <laughs> that's good, isn't it? Because you can't be a forerunner without there being some opposition, and there can't be a forerunner without there being some persecution. If you're going to be a forerunner and part of the move of God in this generation, you have to actually expect that people are going to have some issue with that. And uh, to think that you are weird. Has anybody called you weird yet? Have you felt weird yet? Yeah, I feel weird all the time. Um, and perhaps misunderstand you. It's okay. Um, Jamie, he says, when you've lost your reputation, it doesn't matter what people say. When we are lost in Jesus, it doesn't really matter. So, you know, 
I, I just think, I, I watch, you know, David in the Bible, and he just, he didn't care what people thought. He stripped down, and he praised the Lord, and he spun, and he twirled, and he just, he just went for it. He was, he just was so hungry after God's presence. He just wanted to be close to him, wanted to know him, and he didn't care what people thought. And I want us to be like that, where we just get to the point where we just, we don't care. We really don't care. And I don't think I'm there yet. You kind of, I, I want to be there, and then I think, oh my goodness, Lord, <laughs> you know. And then you get these moments of yes, and then no, you don't know, so we're a bit like that. Yeah. But we got to be where we just don't care. Where we are weird. Yeah. Actually, um, that's one of the the definitions of holy is weird and strange. Yeah, you can't tell me that Revelation doesn't have some weird stuff in it. Yeah. And you know, those creatures that fly around the throne aren't weird. There's some weird stuff in heaven. So we're okay because we're citizens of heaven, so you look to the person next to you and say, it's okay for us to be weird. Actually, you are weird. Yeah, it's all good. So I just want to let you know that. You know, it's, um, it just matters that we please Jesus. He's the king, and that if he says it's okay to be weird, that's all right. People thought he was weird when he walked the earth. And um, we just need to be doing his business and loving him and loving those around us. That's really all he asks. Love him with all your heart, with everything you have, and love those around you. So we're allowed to be weird in doing that. Um, life is too special to drink cheap wine. <laughs> it's too short, too, you know, although we're going to live forever. You know, we're living forever, but, it's, you know... Let's just run with the moment. It's too special and too precious what God is doing to just not push in for what God is doing. Uh, we want to go deeper. I want to go deeper. You want to go deeper? Yes. Yes. So God wants to cultivate our spirits. He wants us to... If you see, think of your spirit as a garden. Now, if you're not into gardening, that's okay. Just think of a lovely garden. And, uh, and our spirits are a garden and they need to be well watered. Now, when we allow our spirits to, you know, we're not feeding them, we're not, we're not refreshing ourselves in God's presence, we're not putting in the Word, we're not being still and knowing that He is God, it's like our spirits get dry. You know, we've got to allow our spirits to be well watered all the time when we come in, and it's like, you know, it says it will bring times of refreshing to us, so we're being well watered all the time, because we're called to live and walk and, and the supernatural realm, and that's available to us when we're watering it. So we get in his presence. That's why when we come and do what we just did a few minutes ago and come and rest in him, it's watering. Do you feel different? You feel lifted up in your spirit. You feel watered, literally, outside. <laughs> um, supernatural realm is available where we are renewed in the spirit of our mind. And our Romans 12, 2 says, Be transformed by renewing of your mind. And that's why when I was speaking a few weeks back about sorting out our minds, sorting out our brains, is, is I really felt like the Lord wanted us to make sure that we're thinking the right things, that we're constantly renewing our thoughts with what God says. Because his word is, is the foundation of everything. And it's so important that our minds aren't too busy and we're not multitasking and we're not anxious and all the negative stuff that's going on. Because when our mind is in that state, we can't receive anything that God wants to say to us. Because we're so busy with this 
you know, and the hard wiring's going left, right and centre, and God's going, I want to renew your mind, because when I renew your mind, it affects everything, and it affects the very core of who you are, and it affects your spirit. And we have to be careful what's happening in our mind, because God wants to override some of the rubbish that's there, and allow us to be renewed, because where our mind is renewed, our spirit is renewed, and we're transformed. It's like a renewing of our whole being. Does that make sense? And I really felt when I was talking about that a few weeks ago that it's so important for us to just take time, to take time to just process stuff and not get so busy. And I know all of us have lives that are a little bit chaotic at times, but don't fall for that because that's where the enemy wants us to be so busy that we're not processing things and we're not allowing ourselves to be renewed because God speaks to us. He shows us visions. And if we're not taking time out, it doesn't make any sense. Or we miss stuff that God's showing us. You know, it's like, and, and, and you start to doubt what you're seeing. You doubt the supernatural realm and you push it aside. There's so many times when you talk to people and it's like you, they're talking and they suddenly realise as they're talking to you that God had been speaking to them months before but they'd missed it because it just got pushed aside. So we've got to be careful that we're constantly being renewed in our minds because it transforms us. And just taking the time to draw aside with him. And I think that's where it starts, what we're, what we're pushing into and what we're wanting to, more of God is that we make sure that we're taking time. Because anxiety and stress takes us out into the natural realm. Peace and rest catapults us into the supernatural What's mum saying? If the devil can't get you sinning, he gets all the what are the little demons? Hurry, flurry, and scurry, and worry. Hurry, worry, scurry, scurry. Hurry, worry, scurry, scurry, and, scurry. and flurry. Yeah. And I actually think there is little demons called that, and uh, we have to watch out for them that we don't fall into the trap of getting into the worldly way of doing things because where we're in that place, we can't. You know, God wants to show us visions. He wants us to have manifestations of his presence. He wants to have encounters. He wants to show us heaven. And he wants to show us. He says to let you see. He says, come up. Um, Isaiah talks about coming up. Look up into the heavens and see the earth beneath. So he wants us to be seers. He wants us to see. But if our minds are not be transformed by his word, we're going to doubt what we're seeing and we're not going to step into everything that God has for us. So I think it's really, really important that that scripture in Romans 12 is that we really meditate on that. Be transformed by the renewing in your mind that you might know the good and perfect will of God. And his good and perfect will is that we are in heavenly places, that we look into the heavens and we, and we live there and then we look at the earth beneath. So one of the one things I wanted to share tonight is just being, being careful of what's going on in our, in our brain and in our minds, and making sure that we're taking time to be quiet and be still. You know, we, we spent time in his presence tonight for about 45, 50 minutes. And, uh, you know, wouldn't it be lovely if we just did that every day, you know? Some of us may have more time than others, but it's because it's that place that we encounter God. And if we don't take the time and we're not downloading that it, we find it hard to see visions. We see it hard to see. Now I know that we want to see, <clears throat> and it starts with us just being quiet and letting and letting those thoughts and and the stuff of the week and the stuff of the world just be pushed out of the way. If there's negative stuff that you allow God to speak to you and you get rid of that, 
so that when you when God shows you stuff, you know that it's God. And you go, yes, that's God, and you can go there. That you can go there. You know, God will go out of His way to do signs and wonders with you. And the more word and goodness of God is proclaimed, the more we proclaim God's goodness and the word, the more signs and wonders will follow. So we need to pay attention. The more that we put word, the word in and the more that we know God's goodness, the more that we'll see. The more that we'll see. Now prayer is a secret to the, this, the culture of what God is doing. You know, and it's not a beggar's prayer, but a prayer where we encounter heaven. You know, God doesn't want us to be, God, please. You know, it's like we're seated in heavenly places. We're citizens of heaven. We're the righteousness of God. We don't have to beg God for anything. And, you know, I, I've noticed that God is really pushing that, is that he wants us to be able to encounter heaven because we're, we're meant to govern from that place and be, you know, we don't have to beg God for anything. He says, come boldly to the throne of grace. He says, you're the righteousness of God. You, you know, you're citizens of heaven. You're allowed to come to him. You're allowed, you know, the, the promises of God's word are amazing and immense. And half the time we don't tap into it. We don't walk in the authority. We don't walk in the government of heaven like God wants us to. He wants us to be the ecclesia, the called out ones to govern. And too often we've got so much stuff in our head and we worry about how God sees us that we don't really know who we are in Christ. So he says you are called out ones that you are pure, that you are clean, that you are holy, that you are washed, that you are washed with the blood of Jesus, that you know that we are mighty men and women of God. Yeah. And, you know, too often we doubt that because our minds haven't been renewed by what God says who we are. And so prayer and spending time in the Word is going to catapult us into the things that God wants us to be because then we'll be like, we know that we know that we know who we are. And when God shows us stuff and we start to see stuff, and we have revelation, we're not going to doubt it because we've been renewing our minds. We've been transforming our thinking. And when God shows us something, we'll see it. We see. Yeah. Amen? Amen. It's, it's a realm that is available to us where God wants us to walk, us to walk in the supernatural authority that is as. Mm. Now, he's given us dominion. He's given us dominion. And uh, he wants us not just to talk about it, to, to live in it. Mm. And... Uh, now, there's keys to that, and one of them is to soak and saturate ourselves. You know, it's a bit like having your hands out always. Having your hands out always and saying, God, more. And just sitting there going, God, more. It's okay to be greedy. As Justin says, if you don't want your bit, I'll have it. You know, it's okay to be greedy because there's plenty more where that's coming from. You know, I want to be under the spout where the glory comes out. And it's like, it's okay. And, and that God wants us to have a hand stretched out and to saturate us and to just, God, more, 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 more. And you can't get too greedy for God. He goes, oh, look at them down there. They're hungry ones. And the hungry ones find each other. Have you noticed that? Hungry people find each other. Just like negative people find each other, we're hungry for God people find each other. And you're thinking, oh, is anybody else like me? You just keep on being hungry, going, hands out, God, bring it on, and the hungry people will find you. Amen? So now, the first thing is to just be soaking and saturating ourselves in, in God's presence and to just hands on, hands up, God, saturate me. Um, and to pray, and, and, you know, and to pray in tongues, praying in the Spirit, is like it builds us up in our faith. And when we're praying in the Spirit, you know, 
God's been talking to me about that for quite a while. Just pray in the Spirit more, pray in the Spirit, pray in tongues, pray in your heavenly language more. Because when we sit alone with the Lord and speak in tongues, we connect with Him. So even if you just, maybe you just started praying in tongues and you just got a little bit, just keep on doing that little bit. And then if you, and if you just, if you just keep on building that so that it becomes like so natural to us to pray in the Spirit. Because, um, you know, a natural man doesn't understand the things of God. So we need an encounter with God. And when you pray in tongues a lot, it builds your faith. And, um, and then you kind of, when God says something, you go, oh, that's okay. Because your faith's been built up. When he shares revelation with you, that kind of blows your mind, but your spirit knows it's okay. It's because you've been spending time saturating in his presence, praying in the spirit, and then revelation comes and you don't think you're crazy. You think it's all right. Because your faith has been built up. So that's why, you know, that's why the devil hates speaking in tongues because he knows that when we speak in tongues and the more we do it and the more we send in his his presence is that our faith is built up. We're edified in our spirit and then when God says something, it's revelation and it's like, yes, yes, I can do all things. Yes, I'm not crazy. Yes, I can count counters. And it's like you're not freaked out so much because you've been built up in the spirit. So saturate yourself, hands out, pray in tongues, spend time just building that up. You know, it is a bit like a new language. If when you just first start out, you just have to keep on doing it. It's like Shara trying to learn Italian. You know, she just has to keep on doing it. And uh, the more you do it, the easier it becomes. You know, easier. It's like it becomes just you go there. Yeah, you know, I experience that. It's just you go there. Um, natural man doesn't understand the things of God, so we need to have an encounter with God. Yeah, so that. It's a supernatural thing because your natural self, you know, you, you want to go back over there. And we've got to just go, no, I'm a new creation. I'm not human as, I'm not human. As Justin says, I'm not human. You know, it's not the only one. I've been listening to a few preachers and they go, I'm not human. And I'm like, there you go again. It's like because we are a new creation. It's kainos is the Greek word and it means one that's never been seen before. It's not like you just got a new garment that got put on you when you became a Christian. It's like you are a brand new, never been seen creation straight from heaven. You know, it's been, you've had a new, newness put on in the inside. You've been born again. And so we are not of this world. We get to live here because we've got a job to do, but we are not of this world. So we aren't human. So, you know, you're like a person from heaven. You belong in heaven. So you, are going to have heavenly encounters. And it's, but it's as we transform our mind and we build ourselves up in our faith that we step more and more into those things. Worshipping him, you know, just, just spending time in worship and praising him. You know, when we, when we just enjoy life, life is to be enjoyed. And I've said it before, but it's so important that just to put triggers of joy in our life that just make us glad to be alive. Because the enemy tries to sap all the joy out of us because he knows that that sucks us away from the presence of God. Because where the presence of God is, is joy evermore. So, so it's like, put triggers of joy in our life. I don't know, if it, different things for different people, but just through the day, go, I'm going to do something that I just like. I'm just going to eat something that's really yummy and just be thankful for it. I'm going to go and watch the sunset or put my toes on the grass or in the sand or, I don't know, walk somewhere you like or, you know, go shopping. Whatever it is, that brings joy. Yeah? Yep. Does anybody... Now, can anybody... Everybody know what brings joy? Because sometimes it takes a bit of practice. 
I want you to, if you don't, I want you to spend time this week going, God, what brings me joy? And try a whole lot of things. Yeah? Maybe it's sitting in a big bubble bath if you're a bubble bath person or out fishing. Ken's pulling faces. <laughs> out fishing or, you know, whatever it is that just is a trigger of joy because then you can just praise God in it. And when you praise God, it's like you just, it's, you catapult into his presence when you just thank you, God, for this. And every, and you know, God loves us and he made us the way we are and we've got the personality because he put it in us. And so it's going to be different for everybody. So don't let anybody judge you. And don't let the stinky devil go, oh, that's not very spiritual. Yeah? Yes. <laughs> Just enjoy life. Now, in the guidelines of scripture, but enjoy life. Yeah? I'll put that little clause in there. Um, get into the word. Matthew 4 says, but a man... 4, 4 says, but man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So words, the word is our foundation for this. And it has, and you know, if you start to read, and I was listening to Jamie talking and I wrote down some of the things he said, you know, there's some very supernatural stuff in the Bible. There's some really way out weird stuff in there. You know, there's Elijah and Jesus, they both levitated. Yeah, Elijah got taken up through the clouds. That's levitating. And Jesus, when he went back to heaven, he levitated. You know, he owns the skies. I think he's just proving a point that he just went up through the skies. It's like, these, this is my domain. Yeah. And uh, Elijah and King Ahab, um, you know, in 1 King chapter 18, um, the servant saw it was being sent by King Ahab to find Elijah and he found it. You know, Elijah appears and he... And he didn't want it. He didn't. And he says, I'll go tell your master I'm here. And he goes, no, no, I don't want to leave you because you'll just disappear on me. Yes. <laughs> Read that, First King chapter 18. It's quite funny. It's like he didn't want to let him out of his sight because then he was going to have to go back to the king and he's saying, well, I've found him. Well, where is he? Oh, well, he's disappeared. Yes. He says, you'll be whisked away in the spirit. Don't tell me you can't go places. Yeah, I could have saved myself an airplane so anyway, <laughs> Jesus went from place to place. Luke chapter four. Um, you know, he um, it talks about the devil and he was tempting him, and he went from he was down in the desert and all of a sudden he was up in the mountains. Have a look again. There's some there's some weird stuff in there, and if Jesus did it, guess what? We can do it. If it's in the Bible, we can do it, and more. Because Jesus said you'll do even greater things. And uh, Luke chapter 4.30, it says that he, they were upset at him and he walked through the midst of them and they couldn't catch him. Yeah. I kind of like that. I wonder if that works with shopping when there's a crowd. <laughs> Just walk through the midst of them. <laughs> First to check out. <laughs> Tasha, you can put that to practice, all right? Next time you're shopping in the crowd. <laughs> Ezekiel chapter 8, it says, um, and 3 says, The hand of the Lord fell upon me there, and he stretched out the form of a hand, and it took me by the lock of my hair. And the Spirit lifted me up between earth and heaven and brought me in visions of God to Jerusalem to the door of the north gate of the inner court. That's Ezekiel. He had some wild things happen. Go read Ezekiel. That's in chapter 8. <laughs> Imagine God taking you with eyes hand by that, by the lock of your hair. I mean, most of you can find one unless you shave your head totally. And uh, So that's why it's important to have some hair maybe, all those baldies out there. <laughs> Elijah was bald. He yeah, he's bald. Up, so. he does too. I guess he was changing. Whatever. Look, you've got a lock of hair down there. 
Well, as long as you've got a chariot. And you've got a chariot. All right. And he hit a beard. Yeah. But he took him and he stretched out his hand and he took him in the spirit and lifted him up between heaven and earth. So it's okay to go out of these places. It's in the Bible, you know, thinking, oh, this is, this is really weird, or you just want to know. Read the Bible and look for the supernatural stuff. Because when you start to look for the supernatural stuff and go, oh, there it is, oh, I like that, guess what's going to come into our worlds? The supernatural. What is it? Super! Have you got the pre-meeting on Tuesday night? It's a super! A super abundance, you know? And Ephesians 3.20 says that he will do abundantly more than we can ask or think or dream or dare to imagine. So come on, guys, we need to imagine more. We need to dream more. We need to super abundantly. I know he's going to get drunk on that. Super abundantly more. So read and look, read the word again. Go back over it and look for the supernatural stuff and go, I want the super. I want the super. I want the supernatural stuff. We're not meant to be earthly. We're citizens of heaven. And so we're supposed to have the super, 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 duper stuff. Woohoo! Yeah? Come on now. This is ours. We're citizens. This belongs to us. We're seated in heavenly places. We're called to govern from there. Look up, you know. Look up, look up, and then look down. Why do you think he said lift up your eyes to the heaven? Because he expected, woohoo, up you go, and then you look down. Come on now. That's Isaiah. He said, look up, lift up your eyes to the heavens. Woohoo, there you go. Then look down. Amen. Amen. It's all in there. It's all in there. It's been sitting there. It's as people can see multitudes of signs. Holy weird stuff. You can be authentically weird. It's in the Bible. <laughs> authentically weird. You're allowed to be. I just gave you permission. It's in the Word. Amen? Amen. Amen. So pray in the Spirit. Pray in tongues. If you don't, don't pray in tongues, we'll pray for you later. If you do and you just got a little bit, just keep on doing it. You know, just keep on praying in the Spirit because we're going to need faith for this. And when we pray in the Spirit, it builds our faith. And then we're not going to think of ourselves as so weird. We're just going to get weirder. <laughs> and when you go in the Spirit, you're going to go to places. You're going to go to people's houses. Yeah. You're going to visit. <laughs> you're going to go into heavenly realms and you're going to pray there. You're going to, um, you know, Jude 20 says, But you, beloved, building yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God. So you can go out of your body because you're going in the spirit. And the spirit goes, you know, we go everywhere. We're not when we're in the spirit, when we walk in the spirit, you know, when we're living in the spirit, and that's what Galatians says. Be in the spirit, walk in the spirit. Why? Because that's where all the fun stuff is. Come on now, we're not meant to drudge along down here, stuck in the earthly thing. He says, You go in the spirit and I'm gonna take you places. That's why he, he wants us to move in the spirit so we know who we are. We're building ourselves up in the faith, but he, so he can do fun stuff. You can't tell me that Philip didn't have fun running along beside the chariot. Woohoo! I run, but I think that would have been co- pretty cool running like that. You can't tell me that wasn't fun stuff. You can't tell me that wasn't fun for Peter to walk out in the water. He was in the spirit. He decided he was going to step in, step into what Jesus had called him into. You know, and Jesus floating up. You can't tell me that wasn't fun. Yeah? You know? There's some, some wild stuff that God wants us to tap into and be. This is, this is ours. 
this is what Christianity is. It's not, you know, all the drudgery and we just, you know, we've got to live this holy life and it's like, you know, and, and get all the glory when we get to heaven. What a big fat lie that is. Yeah. We've been sold that. Just got to serve and, and just, you know, do your best and just blah, 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 blah. I can't even think what rubbish you get told around the plate. But, I mean, yes, we do have to serve and we've got to love and we've got to be instruments of God's love. But, boy, we can have some fun doing it. Can't we? Yeah, yeah we can. Yeah. Um, so you can go out of your body. And I was thinking about it and the amount of times that I've actually done that when I've gone to sleep. Because when you sleep, your spirit doesn't sleep. So I dare you. I dare you. Dare you. To say, God, take me somewhere tonight. Oh, yes. Come on now. Where would you like to go? Oh, Paris. <laughs> Paris. <laughs> You're on. <laughs> you know, take me somewhere. What are you doing? Take me places. When you, when you sleep, your spirit doesn't sleep. That's your tent, but you know, you come out. You come out. <laughs> You know, and you can go, and, and people are doing this. You know, Justin was sharing with us when he was here, and he said, you know, people are going in the spirit, but it's so like their bodies are going too because they wake up in their bed with mud on their feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beg your pardon? <laughs> they wake up and they've been, and they know they've been somewhere, they've been helping somebody or they've been, you know, doing something, and they wake up in their beds the next morning and they have mud on their feet. <laughs> Come on now, doesn't that sound like fun? Where have you been? Yeah. It's like, what's that? Dorothy, tap me shoes. <laughs> I, I, you need to get a pair of red shoes, people. <laughs> Just tap me shoes. <laughs> There's no pants at home. Where's our home? Our home's heaven. Come on, tap me shoes, off to go. Oh, gee, you suck on that. <laughs> So you can you can go up to heaven, you can go where you know, just go to go to different places. You know, I've I've been places where I've been helping people. I, I was in, in the Middle East a few months back, and I was helping a lady and her daughter across the border. And I was looking on the news the other day, and I recognised the place. I was like, Ooh. yeah, God wants to use us in our sleep, and sometimes you just want to have fun. Yeah, yeah. Are you up for it? Yes, so when you lie down to sleep tonight, you go, God, take me somewhere. Because he just, he'll use you when you're available. He's no respecter of persons, he's a respecter of faith, and he's a respecter of when we're bold. What does that scripture? The violence shall take the kingdom of God. Yeah, we have to be, we need to be bolder, not timid things. And that's why when we're renewing our mind, when we're praying in the spirit, when we're soaking, we get bolder, we get braver, and we go, bring it on. Bring it on. Amen. <laughs> um, intercessors can go to another level. You go, Sharon's going to get excited. This is a watchman anointing, you know, and there's actually four watches, and um, things are released in the watchman's realm. You know, the middle of the night, it's actually okay to be awake. 3 a.m. in the morning is a really easy time to go in the spirit. You know, Jeremiah 33... Verse 3 says, Call to me and I will answer you and will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. So 3.30 is a good, good time to be awake. You know, it's like, 
the middle of the night, it's okay to be awake. Say, God, what are you doing? And it's like you, you do get things because you're quiet, but there's also there's, there's, a, there's a watchman intercessory thing happening. And uh, so he, he wants us to go to that realm. He wants us. He's calling. Come up, come up, come on. And he's been calling for a long time, but especially now there is a convergence happening. Heaven and earth. Prepare yourself for visitations. Are you prepared to go somewhere? Yeah? Are you prepared to go places in the spirit? I know mum freaks out somewhere. I was at a conference with her and she was about to go up and she was like, oh, I am... You're right, Nikki. <laughs> um, I, 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 and she's holding onto the bed going, ah, I'm going, I'm going. And uh, so, but it's okay. We've got to get used to it, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> We've got to get used to it. And um, so, you know, wait on the Lord and, and just go, God, I want, I, want, I want this. Stillness is a portal that brings us into supernatural realms, brings the supernatural into our world. Now, if we're too busy, if we're anxious, if we're stressy, that's why we've got to constantly be transformed yeah. by the renewal mind. The devil wants us to be like that because he knows that if we can just come into God's presence, be still, that it's a portal. It's like, dial down to peace. And some of us, that's harder than others. Just dial down. Deal with the stuff through the day. Don't let it backlog up for weeks and weeks and months and months and years and years. Just go, God, I give it to you. Get your care bucket out. It says, cast all your cares upon Jesus because he cares for you. So get your care bucket and I just give it to him. Because when we do that, there comes a stillness in our minds and a stillness in our spirit and we can go into the supernatural realms. Don't just have to want to feel his presence. You say, you say to God, I want to see angels. I want to feel your glory down in me. I want to have trances. I want to have visions. Tell me what you want to do with me. And when you honour the things of heaven, when you desire those things, if you have to think, oh, I'd really love to have that experience, then start to honour it. If you hear about somebody else having an experience of God, say, I want that, God, I want that. And start to honour that and push in for that. And when you honour that and go, I want the stuff of heaven in my world, I want the stuff happening, is that's what God will start to release in your life. Yeah? It's like, I want that. Bring it on to me. And and it's just God, he, he... He'll feed the hungry. Yeah. I said, we get distracted, you see, and we give up. It doesn't happen straight away, microwave little thing, so we give up. And God, he feeds the hungry. So the best way to stay hungry is keep on feeding the hunger. So you keep on hearing about the things that God is doing. Hear other people's stories. Just go. There's so much out there happening, and you can just look for it. Yeah, and, and read the Celtic saints and what they got out of them. And that's wild dudes. Yeah? And it's like, God, he's no respecter of persons. What he did then, he'll do for you. Yeah. It's like honouring that. Yeah. Do you want to see angels? Say, God, I want to see angels. Yeah. Say, Jesus, I want you to come for tea. Mm-hmm. Honest, people are having Jesus minister and, and come and stand in their lounge rooms, come and stand in their meetings. Come and you know there's, there's people getting saved left, right, and centre because Jesus appeared to them. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Abraham shows up. Enoch. Daniel. David. Because they're all alive in Christ. Yeah. Nothing's. 
no boxes anymore. It's all available to us. We're citizens of heaven. You would expect to see, you know, David in heaven, wouldn't you? Would you expect to see Enoch in heaven? Would you expect to see Abraham in heaven? Well then, you're citizens of heaven. Just let you think about that. <laughs> Relax and let anxiety fall away. <laughs> when action anxious and too busy, you miss God. So dial down to peace. It's like you get locked on a target and you get socked up, sacked up. It's like when you dial down there, like you just feel it coming, coming. And it's like you get this feeling. But you've got to dial down and just breathe, breathe out and breathe in his presence. And a lot of people miss going into God's presence because we just walk around with so much weight on us. You can't, you can't get into that place with God when you're so flurry and hurry and scurry and worry. You know, you can't. Because it takes us out of that place. So that's why, you know, we have our quiet time and we have time. It's a basic thing, but it's simple. Simple. Um, I'm going to finish. It's like uh, if you feel an encounter slipping away, you're like you're coming into God's presence and then you kind of get distracted. And a lot, a lot of people struggle with this as they feel God and then they have thoughts come. Well, one, have a notebook and just write them down if they're really bothering you. Philip's talked about that. But just dial back down to peace. If you have a weird encounter that you don't really make, if you feel freaked out about, just come back out of it and say, Lord, I wasn't sure about that. And then don't back off and never go there again. Like, step in. Step into him. You know? And when you do that, visitations and angelic and all that stuff will return to you. I've got some scriptures here about how we're in Christ um, because we're in him. We're in him. This is all available to him because we're in him. John chapter 10 verse 10 says that I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he'll be saved and he will go in and out and find pasture. If we start to look at the word in a different way and go anything where we're in, where we're in, Go back through the word or go bring it up and just put in Christ and it comes up with masses of scriptures about how we're in him, how we're in the spirit. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, you're in him. Where does Jesus go? We're everywhere. We can come to the Father. We can be in heaven. We can be all over the place. We're not constrained anymore. We're in him. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. Ephesians. So, and that we've been placed out of his darkness into his marvellous light. It's all these in words. Go look for the in words. That we're in the spirit. This is how we know that we live in him and he in us. He has given us of his spirit. First John. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Galatians. So go look in the word again. Look for the supernatural stuff. The way out weird stuff. God just sitting in there, hidden a little bit for the hungry ones. Go look for the supernatural. Go look where God, Jesus did some weird stuff, where he did specky stuff. There's a lot of it. Go look in the prophets. Those guys got up to stuff. Go look for the supernatural because where you honour that and you go, that's what you're going to step into. And look for the ends. Go look through the New Testament again and go, where it says in. We're in him, he's in us. He is the door. We step into him. Because when you do that, you start to actually step into the heavenlies. And if you know that it's in the Word, 
you can just have a firm foundation and you don't get freaked out and you don't have to worry about what anybody else says because you know it's in the Word. And that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to be in Him and live in Him. That we live and move and breathe and have our being in Him. And then He can take us places. And when we're asleep, we're not asleep. I dare you. Let's pray. <laughs> Lord, I just thank you for your presence. I thank you for your word. <coughs> I thank you that we're in you and you're in us, Lord, that we can be in heavenly places, that we can be floating around the galaxy, seeing the cosmos, Lord, that we can see, Lord, that we can see. I pray that you would open our eyes to see more. Open the eyes of our spirit, Lord, to see, to see more, Lord. Lord. I pray that you transform our minds by the renewing of the way of word, Lord, that as we look deeper, that we would see more, that revelation would come, that peace would come. Lord, we want to see what you're doing in heaven. We want to see where you're moving. We want to see the angelic. We want to see the angels. They're friends with you, Lord, so they're friends of ours. We want to have a wild, crazy, exciting Christianity and walk with yeah. you, Lord. We want it to be wild. Bring it on, God. Yeah. Just take a few moments and just say it. Just make yourself available. Make yourself available to God. Say, God, you, you take me wherever you want me to go. I, I just want to be where you are. Lord, I pray over each one of us here tonight. Lord, I pray that you would reveal things to us, that you'd take us places, that you'd that we would not sleep in our spirits. Lord, you never sleep, that you would take us places. Lord, I pray that you'd blow our minds about it. Lord, that you, I just, um, yeah, you're going to reveal things. You're going to give things, Lord, from heaven to people. I just see that. Lord, songs are going to be released and people are going to see things. Healing's going to come. Lord, I pray that you would just break down the walls. Break down the walls, like the walls of Jericho came tumbling down. Lord, we just break down the walls. We, you would just move in amongst us.